Hey guys, welcome back to the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a huge shout out to our main sponsor today, the IUTO Roadside Peer-to-Peer Roadside Service. So I was telling my assistant earlier, before we went on air last week, that my car battery died. My first thought was to call my insurance company because I'm covered by that, but I remembered how that it took over three hours last time. So my friend in the tech industry told me about this cool new app. It's like Uber, but for roadside assistance. It's called IUTO Roadside. It literally took me 60 seconds to have my job assigned in the app. I saw the technician's name, picture, his rating, and his progress on the map in the app. He arrived in like 25 minutes. Game changer. The app is called IUTO Roadside. I worked out a deal with the head of partnerships, and they'd like to bless our listeners when you download the IUTO Roadside app and type in the promo code HELP20, that's HELP20, they will bless you with a $50 credit. They also do towing, tire changes, and other stuff. I'm telling you, ditch the traditional roadside services and install IUTO. For more information, please go to www.iutoroadside.com. That's A-I-U-T-O-R-O-A-D-S-I-D-E.com. Now, let's get into this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast. Hope you are doing amazing today. I'm your host, Christian Kindify Robinson. And before we get into the episode, I want to let you guys know who we are, what we do, all these amazing things. Um, so this is the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast. It is a podcast that comes out of the Defiant Ones Teen magazine, a magazine created by me and my brother. It is a magazine for teens by teens, which talks about entertainment, fashion, news, sports, trends, all these amazing things that other magazines do. But what makes us, uh, or what takes us even further than that, is we are coming from a youth perspective, and we're talking about things that schools aren't teaching us. So we're talking about creating businesses, financial literacy, mental and physical health and wellness, things to do after high school, you know, sex Mm -hmm. trafficking, bullying, all these super important Mm -hmm. topics that we all can just grow and thrive off in life. So if you like what you hear, you're going to love this episode because we have a super fantastic guest (laughs) with us here today. She is an author, an evangelist, and a motivational speaker. We have Miss Willette Hurst. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantabulous. I'm just so excited to be here. That's amazing. That's amazing. I wish I had this when I was growing up. <laughs> well, now you do. How are you? Um, how are you doing during this little, you know, COVID nineteen quarantine thing? To be honest with you, this is I see it a different way than other people see it. It's a reset time. It's a time to reset, to rethink, to reinvent yourself, and to slow down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm yeah, I'm excited too. I mean, I, I, know, I, I know there's a lot of people out there who are kind of having financial struggles or, or actual medical difficulties, but right now is the one time in everyone's life 
time is the one thing that no one has control of and we have control of it right now. So I know personally, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to absolutely do it for myself and encourage others to use this time to find themselves, to, you know, discover who they want to be, to go after their goals, to start creating their dreams and be the person that they want to be. Now is the moment. And I definitely agree with you. Now is definitely the opportunity. Now is the opportunity because especially I love to hear a young person say that. I love to see when somebody has been spoken life to instead of spoken death. And so for you to be that optimistic, it gives me so much hope for our future. Because if you don't have any kids, you have no future. That's absolutely true. And thank you so much. So, Miss Willette, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, some hobbies or talents of yours, anything like that? Woo! So you'll take it way back. So um, <laughs> I'm, born, I'm born and raised Southern California, um, Santa Monica, California. Um, and I was raised in West Hollywood, California. And what happened was um, I raised my kids. I have two kids. I have five grandkids. I have, um, so all I know is Cali, Los Angeles, everything. Mm -hmm. In 2012, I lost everything. I became bankrupt. I got evicted. Um, I lost that little S that I had in self-esteem that I had left. And, um, and God sent me on an Abraham experience. If you know what that is, it's to send you away from everything and everyone that you know. So what happened was um, he sent me away to Georgia. Now, mind you, I grew up in West Hollywood. So mm -hmm. I've never made greens a day in my life. I don't cook soul food. <laughs> my mama had two microwaves and I put sugar in my grits and equal <laughs> if you need to. So, so me going to the South, oh my gosh, it was like I had to go to the Bible Belt to get whipped by the belt. But <laughs> I didn't know, I knew everybody else but I didn't know me. I didn't know who I was. Like, if you ask me how was my children, what did they need, all this, I could tell you they needed something. But who was Willette? I never read my owner's manual. So he took me on a journey. So I went to, I moved from California as a homeless woman, didn't even know where I was going to live, ended up staying with a family, a seven-year-old I had to share a room with, and I was 50. Because God mm. said, I'm doing the tour from the inside out. Because broken kids come from broken parents. Yeah. So what happened was, if you never fix what made you broke, you're going to continue to be broken. And when you get in relationships, you'll, um, if you get in relationships, because you're going to attract who, who you are. You're going to attract other people with your brokenness and their brokenness. And then you cut each other. So I kept doing that and kept doing that and didn't know why. So when he sent me to Savannah, Georgia, and I ended up growing, when I left California, I was a fully loaded weapon that couldn't shoot properly. Now I'm a fully loaded weapon three years later. That's, I'm a sharpshooter now. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because I kept letting people's words, people, I kept letting broken people speak broken words to me, and I believe their words. So now I'm in North Carolina. So he did, this is three years later, now I'm a speaker, an author, evangelist, a substitute teacher, a coach, and a whole lot more. Because I started to do, a lot of times we don't want to do the work on ourselves. We see the brokenness in ourselves. 
we see being, I was molested. I was in a girl's home. I was rejected. I came from a broken home. So I had, when I left uh, California, I had, you know how you, you guys, I don't know if you're young, if you do this, you'd be like, I don't want to get in no relationship with no, with that chick. Cause she broke, you know, she got too much baggage. Yeah. Y'all say that too when you're young? Mm-mm, but I, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too much Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so what happened was I didn't just have luggage. I didn't have baggage. When I left California to Savannah, I had a luggage store. And I had to allow God to unpack each suitcase one at a time. And each suitcase had his own name. And I had to do the work. So I hope whoever hears my voice, the young people, and I'm so glad and honored to be on your show because I want them to, whoever they are, there's greatness in them. Mm -hmm. And if they see some brokenness, just work on it. And I guarantee you, you'll come out gold. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Ms. Hurst, um, coming out of California and going into kind of your circumstances of being evicted and being laid off of your job, uh, I know that that was really difficult. I know that was super difficult and there was a lot of, you know, trial and, and turmoil. Um, and you said that people spoke broken words into you and they kind of tried to break you themselves. How would you say that people's perspective of you or even of yourself changed when this happened? I was always the one that worked and um, I was always the one that, the you know, the good one. You know, they always yeah. did everything she was supposed to do, go to work, get married, raise a family, you know, try to do the right thing, straight and narrow, wasn't trying to drink, wasn't trying to do any of that stuff. So when I lost everything, I was like, I'm looking over here with the people that's partying and stuff and doing all the wrong stuff and I'm losing everything. Yeah. Why be, Why you? Yeah. That's, that's the, you're going to make me cry. Why you? But it was a setup. Had I not went through losing everything, I wouldn't be on this. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. So they spoke. People looked down at you. People will put their foot on your neck while you already down. So the people that you thought had your back, you know who got your back when you on your back. Yeah. So it was a um, it was a awakening, literally. God had me go to sit like six different people's houses that I had helped raise their kids. I had gave them, I would have gave them the shirt off my back and he let me go to each person's house and he did like check mark, check mark. You thought they were like this and let me show you who they truly are. And it was like, he cleansed me. Like he just, he just, he just showed me everything that I have blinders from seeing. If that makes sense. It totally makes sense. And a lot of people go through, you know, struggles and, and, and just bad times. But I truly believe that we all need that, that, that the turmoil and the bad things that we go through are what make us stronger. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you've never been through anything, if your parents made it cushiony for you, when life hits you, it's not F life issues, it's when life hits you. Yeah. How are you going to be able to handle it if you've never had to handle it? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So in this world, you guys are going to have to have, you have to be really built a certain way. And so 
if I had not been through none of that stuff, I thank God for it because I can, this is not scary to me. The Corona is not scary to me. Yeah. You face so much worse. Not having a job is not scary to me. I got excited, literally excited because I can do more. Yes. With less. That is an incredible mindset. And I know it's hard to keep a, a good mindset in, in such a bad situation. So when you were in all that, in all that difficulty and in that bad situation, what kept you motivated to, you know, overcome your unfortunate circumstances? It, um, God, because I, you're going to laugh because you probably never heard a Christian say this before. Cause I'm raw and I'm going to tell you the real, cause I want people to be healed. All right. So I had a lot of bipolar Christian moments. So I'd be like, God is faithful. And then the next minute I'm screaming in my car, talking about God, what the heck is this? Yeah. What the heck is this? Really, God? And then I made, I have a lot of analogies. So I say, um, once the tears are gone, the gloves come on. Once I see that I'm hitting adversity, once I see I'm hitting a trial or tribulation, then I cry. I have a pity party, I blow out the candle, and then I put the gloves on, and then I handle it. Because and when you're going through adversity like this, what is God trying to teach us? What, what, you can always find negativity in stuff, but where's the positivity? Yeah. If you look for negative, you're going to find negative. If you look for positivity, you're going to find positivity. It's your choice. You have to change your perspective. You have to change your worldview about how you see the world and how you see situations. Because if you're going through something, if you go through it angrily, grudgingly, if you go through kicking and screaming, it's going to cause you intolerable pain. If you go through it by learning and going through gratefully, then you'll come out greater than you went in. Mm -hmm. And how people come through this quarantine, you either going to come out better or you're going to come out bitter. Yep. Oh my gosh. Wait a second. Hold up. Oh my gosh. I have never heard that in my life. That's wow. Y'all heard it first. Say that again. One more time. Hold up. It depends how you go into this quarantine. You either going to come out better or you're going to come out bitter. That's an, am- <laughs> that's an amazing quote. That's an amazing thing to say. And I heard you say that, that you have to shift your perspective, but that means you have to shift your mindset. I'm a firm believer that um, that life is mind over matter, that no matter the situation, no matter the circumstances, your mind power, your, your, your positivity, your, your thinking, that is what controls everything. Because the way we, that we think, the, think, the ways that we react is what actually creates our environment. Do you believe that? Yeah. The hard, this is your hard drive. This is your hard drive. This controls everything. If you, if you got a virus in the hard drive, in, in your hard drive, it affects all of this, right? But if you cleanse your hard drive, then all the rest of it works properly, right? It's mm-hmm. just like your car. Your engine is the mind of the car. If it's cloggy, it's not going to work properly. Yeah. It's the same thing. If you look at, if you think that it's bad, it's bad. If you look at it, it's an opportunity, it's an opportunity. If that makes sense? 
Yeah, it totally makes sense. And you know what? That's that's the that's the way that people differentiate between the people that's successful and the people that's not. The people who are successful always see life and opportunities in ways that they can move forward. The people who don't really get forward, the people who aren't, uh, who are the ones looking up to those others, are the ones that just don't see the bigger picture. That that it, you know, it it truly is a way of thinking how you can go through life. I I completely agree with you. And don't be afraid of failure. I yes. have failed my way through life. Les Brown says it best. He says, when you fail, make sure you look up. So make sure you land on your back so you can look up so you can get up. Yup, yup, yup. And I just did an interview. And I, another really, really great quote by Les Brown is he always says, shoot for this moon, because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Amen. I got another one for you. <laughs> Let's go. Do today what others won't do so today. So wait, do today what others won't do so you'll have tomorrow what others won't have. Oh wow. <laughs> you you coming with it. You coming with it. Come on. Because if you plant the seeds, if you plant the seeds now, while everybody is, I said, and this is probably bad on my part. I said while everybody was going through this right now, while everybody is crying, I'm grinding. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. It's a, while you crying, I'm picking up all the seeds. I'm picking up planting harvest. I'm doing all the work while you sitting there crying. Because if you crying during this and you playing that victim, that yeah. victim don't redeem you nothing but pain mm -hmm. and, and regret. But if you come out, like I said, if you come out better and, and spend time with your family, Reinvent, your, reinvent yourself and everything else, you'll come out a winner. You'll come out Absolutely. stronger. Because the world is not going to be the same ever again mm -mm. when you come to the house. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, it truly is, um, I mean, we all have the power to affect how we and how the ones around us, you know, get through this, but truly it's up to God. So, mm -hmm. You're an evangelist. Why would you say that you turned yourself over to God and became an evangelist? Um, why I became strong and served him because I was tired of having car wrecks with me driving the car. I was tired of driving off the road and, and having making dumb mistakes and um because I was hurt, I was hurting other people. And because I was hurt, I was I was failing all over the place. So I was tired, you know how they say, um, Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. I say Jesus take the wheel and the car. Yes, yeah, so you said you, you said take control of my life. I don't wanna I don't wanna harm others. I don't wanna do wrong. Do let Jesus take the wheel. And a lot of young people don't turn to God because the way the older people have showed you. Yeah. Because we have went to church, hallelujah, hallelujah, and because of you out when we get home. Mm-hmm. So the new gener the you you guys are like Tell me the truth. Be honest with me. If you don't tell you guys the truth, you close up. And all y'all hear is wah, 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 wah. Yeah. You don't even listen to us. And just like we were supposed to be seen and not heard, you guys need to have an open communication. Yeah. And that's, and that's the difference with our generation. So just like well, you need the word of God. You need that book. You need that to survive. But we have to cook it up different then we cooked it for ourselves yeah. and cooked it for you guys a different way. Because if we, 
feed it to you the way we ate it, you will regurgitate it. Yeah. Um, and you said that we all need that book. We need that mm-hmm. book in our lives. Uh, that book is the Lord. So why would you say the Lord is more important than any other person or circumstance that you go through? Because any other circumstances you go to, you turn around, you got to see who got your back. Any circumstances that you, he's the only one that won't lie to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm in church. I've been missing this. <laughs> I've been missing this. <laughs> Mate. He won't lie to you. Yes. He won't lie for you and he has the best for you. We yes. settle for the berries in life when he wants you to go after the steak. We are kingdom children, but we too busy. You trying to, he said we're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world, right? So it don't matter who is in the White House, you have to remember who's on the throne. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Y'all don't understand how much I'm enjoying this. You are really going after it. But, you know, that's not the only book that doesn't lie to you and that's real. You also have your own book, Don't Kill Your Vision for Another Man's Baby. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, this, 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 this is my baby right here. Yeah, I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> don't Kill Your Vision for Another Man's Baby is each person, just like this is you and your brother's baby. Yeah. That's your baby. Nobody else can give birth to that baby but you and your brother. Mm-hmm. Because when you give birth to it, it has to look like you. Mm-hmm. It has to sound like you. You can't say, can you babysit my child and give birth to it? Yeah. So in the world, we, we sign up for jobs. We sign up for other people's visions and try to help them. But God gave you something different. Yeah, I we all have our own paths. I was doing, I was following everybody else's path because I didn't know who I was. I was the biggest cheerleader on everybody else's team because I didn't know who I was. Yeah. Everybody can see what's in you when you can't see what's in you. Mm-hmm. So and why would you... Yes, yes. So how important would you say it is to stay determined, succeed in, in our individual visions? Woo! It's like you driving in that car. Stay focused on your destination of where you're going. And not what your brother over here doing, your sister over here doing. Because if you look or compare yourself, you're going to have a car wreck. Yeah. Or you'll yes. never get your destination. Mm-hmm. You look so at other people's circumstances, what everyone else has, you're not going to thrive. You're going to be trying to keep up with them. And that's going to be pushing die. you back. And you're going to die. And then when you get up there, he's going to say, what did you do with the gifts that I gave you? What yeah. do you give? What did you do with the time that I get? Oh, I was helping sister such and such. No, that's not what you were created for. When I said that I was molested and I was in a girl's home and I was this and that, I can minister to any group of people. I can minister to the young girl that didn't have low self, that has low self-esteem. Yeah. I can, I can minister to a young a, a guy with rejection. I can minister to him because I've been there, done that, got a yep. t-shirt, hat, and ain't wearing it. Mm-hmm. But that's why he brings you through stuff so you can free somebody else out their prison. Yes. So and that truly that that truly is that truly is a a, 
you know, a commandment that we may not know the reason, but there is one. Yeah. God always, God always does the right thing for us, even when it doesn't feel like it. This coronavirus, I guarantee you, it's like, it's like Ms. what Ms. Hurst said. This is an opportunity. Yes, is it bad? Of course. All things that uh, come with success usually do come out difficult in the first bit. But you can always come out of it successful. I absolutely believe that. So you, you guys, your generation, okay, now stuff is going to be doing online. That's that's your game right there. Yep. Young people, you can sell clothes online. You can do your radio programs online. You can become a millionaire while you sitting in coronavirus. Yep. You can come out wealthier or broker from the coronavirus. But it's your choice. You have to decide what you want to do and what you want in life and how far you want to go. Do you know people are afraid of success too as they are afraid of failure? I haven't heard that. They've been broken for so long and don't think that they're worthy of anything. Mm. They've listened to all those broken words by broken people. Then I'm going to tell you this too. We go to people and we expect for them to love us, right? Yeah. But if it was never, if love wasn't never deposited in them, how are you going to withdraw it? If it yeah. was never deposited. When you go to the bank, if you never put no money in there, you can't pull it out the ATM. Yeah. So you expecting to get stuff from broken people that's not in them. That's just like you saying, you see a home, uh, a, a man in a um, wheelchair and you say, get up and walk. Well, you know he can't get up and walk. You setting that person up for failure because of your expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's how life is. Life always sets expectations. And that is exactly what defiance is. That is exactly what we stand for. What we stand for is, is seeing that anyone of any age, race, gender, anything, they can do what they want in life. Anything is possible. I believe that I'm defiant. Based off what you're saying, the circumstances, the situation you've been through, you are defiant as well. Oh, yeah. I'll Every single one of them. Absolutely. Every single one of these listeners came here for a change. They came yeah. for, for wisdom, for something different, for something to take out of. And I hope that they are garnering it. Yeah, every person has greatness in them. There's greatness in them. We, we all have our thing that we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. mine's, is not, mine's is not yours and yours are not mine. But we both have greatness. As long as we don't compare ourselves to somebody else, you'll get to where you're supposed to get to. Yes. As long as you stay, and I always say you can't tap up, tap out on the game. As long as you net, once you fall, as long as you keep getting up and you keep swinging that bat, you're gonna make it. Mm -hmm. Because the score has already been posted. Yep. God always said we're gonna get to the other side, but He didn't say what you're gonna go through to get when you to get to that other side. He just said you're going to make it. Mm -hmm. But he don't say you got to go through eviction. He don't say you got to go to be abused. He don't say you got to get fired. He don't say that you're going to get evicted between getting to the other side. He just said you're going to get to the other side. Yeah. It doesn't matter even what you go through as long as you know that you're going to make it. But you have to keep that within yourself and not let people tell you. And then God will give you something just for yourself. He'll download secrets to you 
And just like nowhere with the art, you're going to look crazy. Mm -hmm. But as long as you keep listening to him, he'll give you plans like never before. My book is 41 pages. The world tell you do a 100-page book. Yeah. Do, this, do that. But he says something different. That book has been ministering to people your age. And they're passing it on to their grandmothers and their mothers. And they're excited about reading. Yeah. And it's all about God and their destiny. That's so amazing. you have to do whatever he gives you to do because he trusts you. And I'm going to tell you this little tidbit. He trusts you with any problems that he gives you because he knows you can handle it. Just mm -hmm. like when you put in football and it's down to those last minutes and everybody hyped up and everybody this. The coach ain't going to give the ball to the person that's going to fumble. Mm -hmm. He only going to give the football to the person that's going to get the score. Yeah. When God gives you something, he know you ain't going to fumble the ball. He know that you're going to get the score. That's why he gave it to you. Yes. Yes. And I see that you want people to get that score. And I know you want that for yourself. What would you say is your vision for, for um, being successful with your book and all your endeavors? Um, trust in the process. Don't net love, fall in love with yourself. Don't deny any part of yourself or any part of your journey. Find out who you see in that mirror. Love that person. Forgive people and forgive yourself for any part that you played in your journey. Yes. Yes. And how does it feel? You were featured in another book, Overdue, um, and which is basically saying inspirational stories that push others to, you know, be the birth of their dreams. How does that feel knowing that, you, you know, what you're doing is so impactful? I, I asked God, because I knew there was books in me. I mm -hmm. asked God to give me books that will minister to people. Not a book to sit on my back seat to say, ooh, I'm an author. But my thing is, I want you to transform. I want you to say, I can do this. If she did it, I can do it. Yeah. If he did it for her, he'll do it for me. I, I have a saying that people say, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Mm -hmm. I say, when life gives you lemon, you cut up them bad babies. You put up, you turn up the oven, put them in that oven, and make lemon rain pie. Not no lemonade, just put a little water <laughs> and some sugar in it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever life gives you, don't cry about it, be about it. Mm -hmm. Make the most of it. The more that it, when you heard the first to be last and the last to be first, much is given, much is required, the lower he take you is the higher he gonna take you up. Yes. Because when he got you at the bottom and you can't go no lower, when you can't do no more, all you can do is stand because he's going to take you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're really, really preaching. But I'm not the only person, and this isn't the, pe this isn't the only people that you preach to. You're also a motivational speaker. So um, why do you enjoy speaking and um, what do you usually speak about? walking in your true authentic self i finally know who i am and it's powerful yes. 
to walk in yourself, to know you accept all of you. <laughs> you are hitting it right on it, right on the bullseye. When it is power, yes. it's not power, it's power being original. It's not power being a copy. Yes. It's power. When I can, I used to look at the ground because I was so broken. I would look at your face. Now I walk in a room and I change the, therm I'm a, th a thermometer changer because yes. I know who I am. And oh, it, it makes people unhappy though. Most people don't know who they are. Yes. They scare their own shadow. But once you deal with who you are and walk, ooh, baby, I'm gonna say it old school. It's all like Donkey Kong. Ha, man. And let me tell you, let me tell you why I relate to that the most and why I love that so, so much. Because when I was growing up, I had to deal with a lot of bullying. It was bullying not because of anything I did. It was bullying because of who I was and who I still am. Um, so growing up, I'm naturally just a super outgoing, positive kid who loves to make people laugh and smile. And people would see that and they would always find some way to bring us down because a lot of people do that. They don't like to see you being happy. They don't like to see you doing things that, you know, that others don't. So I would always be brung down for it. And um, in that time, I lost myself because I, there was so much hate and there was so much bad stuff going on. I was getting so much rejection that I was thinking that maybe there's something wrong with me. I'm imperfect and nobody's perfect. I lost myself. I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to do with my life, any of that stuff. And I had to take some... I had to take some years to just redefine myself. And what I like to call it is our element. So, you know, elements are keys to life, like water, fire, all these things. But the elements to our lives are ourselves. We are the keys to ourselves. Our, when we find our element, when, when, we, when we find ourselves, when we find ourselves, it is the most powerful thing we can do. It really is. So I completely applaud you just for yeah, even yeah, saying but, that but you did the work yes to be, because even when we were talking and the way you carry yourself and how you handle business I, i'm getting chills because i i was so proud to say that that's why i'm here because the way you carry yourself and you're going to minister to all the young men that didn't know who they were yes. to all the people that have been bullied because you have an audience that you have to reach. And if you don't reach them, the blood is, their blood is on your hands. Yes. And thank you so much. Let me tell you what the big thing is. I don't know what is different, but all of a sudden from me, um, from me losing myself and kind of finding myself. And when I say finding myself, it's finding the natural me. I believe that all of us, when we're born and when we're still kids, when we're worry free, that's the natural us the way that we present ourselves. And um, when I redefined myself, I, I didn't listen to what other people had to say. I didn't, I, I started to block out, I started to, you know, give myself a different environment of people that I'm staying around, a different perspective of seeing life, all these things. And all of a sudden, as I got older, as time went on, people started to accumulate to me. People started to actually accept me and they started to not only accept me, but they started to embrace me, to look up to me. And that's so powerful because people don't know who they are i'm, a, I'm about to really mess you up out of a hundred percent of the world 
87% of the world are followers. 10%, that, sounds, that sounds right. 10% are destroyers. The ones you see that, that fight and do all that stuff. There's only 3% hot leaders in the world. Yes. Yes. So you have to, we have this thing that we call a me only. Mm -hmm. You have to be a me only in order for you to reach who, what your, your purpose, to reach your destination. Yeah. And now that you know, can't nobody stop you. Nobody can stop me. You're unstoppable when you become you. Yes. Ain't that yes. a good feeling? <laughs> so, so your question to me is, my company is called Driven to Empower You. I don't want to motivate you. I want to empower you to be that person that you're supposed to be. Yes. Not the, peop not the person that people see you at church or see you at work. That, that person who you are when you're naked. Your true, authentic self. Who you're called to be. The, you said when you were a baby, that's who you were. Well, yeah. I, do, I do this demonstration that I got from ministry in California. Mm -hmm. We started out with clear water. Clear water. Yeah. And then we get food color. So when life hits you, say you were bullied. We put that color in there. Yeah. Say low self-esteem you put another color in there yeah there you did you keep because when you came to to here you were clear then when stuff started happening color started poisoning you yeah so we said we use this analogy that the word of god the more you eat it and he tells you who you are then we pour bleach in there and it cleanses you all the way yes <laughs> yes i love that i love that so that. that's what we, that's what we need to do, and that's what the the word is supposed to do. Absolutely, it's supposed to cleanse you. And then I have another analogy. I say, okay. you know, my Angelou, and I'm probably saying her name wrong. Says, mm -hmm. uh, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah, I say when God shows you who you are, believe Him. Yes. Because mm -hmm. who did He create you to be? Not what the world say. The world nope. say I'm supposed to be 120 pounds. Huh. But that was birth weight. But who did God tell you you're supposed to be? Yeah. When you get that, you know that. Another thing is what I did, you asked me what I did when I didn't know who I was and stuff. You know how when your cell phone get low? Mm -hmm. You start tripping. You start going off on people. No, no. Yeah. When your cell phone is low, you got a bad connection. It don't work. It drop calls on people, right? That's mm -hmm. the same way we are with God. When we weak and ain't been spending time with him and we listen to more other people than we are to him, we start cursing people out. You, got, you get irritable, all kind of stuff. So just like your cell phone, you got to plug it up to the power source for your cell phone to get recharged. You got to plug yourself up to God to be recharged because he's yes. your power. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you deliver that. You deliver that here and you deliver that through words. But I also heard that you created or you kind of um, been a co-host of a podcast. Can you tell us about that? That was View from the Pew. We did, um, we did, it wasn't a podcast. We did a tape, live taping. 
and um, mm. That's yeah, really cool. it's like to take like how you said you're taking what the schools don't discuss. Yeah, we do it what the church don't discuss. What don't the church discuss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. We don't talk about uh, domestic violence. Mm. We don't talk about um, people bleeding from the inside out. We don't talk about broken people with titles. Mm. We don't talk about a lot of stuff. Because when you tell people, hallelujah, praise the Lord, how you feeling? But what if that person ain't feeling like that? Yeah. What if that person is broken? What if that person is suicidal? We don't talk about suicide. We don't talk about bullying. We don't talk about people, how they're dealing with their singleness. That's powerful. We don't talk about, a lot of people don't like to have real conversation. Yeah. Right now, it's time to have real conversation. Yes. It's to be real so people can be healed. Mm-hmm. No more mm-hmm. lack. No more um, not talking about what, what's, what happens in this house stays in this house. That, that's just a way for abuser to keep abusing keep. more people. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's time right to change. Now, when people come, People are going to be looking, talking about new normal. There's never going to be a new normal ever again. Mm-hmm. The church, when we get, when the church come back, it's going to have to be, because we've been a public success and a private failure. We're going to have to step up our game because you can't keep feeding this, these people baby food. Yeah. You're going to have to take them off the breast milk and give them meat and give them steak so they can survive. Yeah, absolutely. And Ms. Hurst, I have a serious question. I thought all your questions was a serious question. No, but this is this is really powerful. I, I I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be, um, because I think I know the answer. But let's see. So with everything that you've been through, all the all the negative stuff, all the trials and tribulations from from moving and getting evicted. Um, all the struggles that you've been through, if you could go back in time and change any of your circumstances, would you? No. Why not? Because you wouldn't be the woman who I am today. I can, I'm around the country and I'm by myself. I can speak anywhere to anyone and I don't meet a stranger. Yeah. I would have never been that person that I am today. Absolutely. And I want to note that when you left California, you were broken and homeless. But now you said you're in North Carolina and you're, you're going back to California. Mm-hmm. I'm going and back. You, Go ahead. What's so, what's so incredible about that is when you left, you completely <laughs> lost yourself. You were in bad situations. Everything was wrong. And then you went through this journey to to just find who you are and to to be where you are now. So when you left, you had nothing. And now that you're going back, you have everything. You're successful, you're powerful, you're bright, and this is just a blessing. God, see, I'm not the preacher here, but God truly, God really is good. I mean, honestly, you didn't, I know you didn't see what where you'd be right now. 
when you no. when you left when you left i know you saw like everything was wrong you were questioning you said you were in your car screaming why me mm-hmm. this is why this is why when i and to leave i drove a corolla i left have worked all my life since i was 16 and i could fit everything in my car when i left california the cold part about it i've been in georgia for 2 years i have been North Carolina, almost a year, and I thought I was gonna still be staying out for a while. You want to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. My <laughs> my 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 car still have California plates. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! I wouldn't have changed anything. Nothing in my journey. Nothing. I wish I I didn't have to wait till I was fifty three. Yeah. But he also, if you can see, I don't look 53. He mm-hmm. also gives you the time back. Yes. Yeah. He's he does his word return not, doesn't return void at all. But the this is what I'm about to tell you too. Okay. Like life, they tell you go to college, get this degree. College is not for everybody. I'm not saying I'm knocking college. Mm-hmm. I get around the world and I speak to apostles prophets all the all, everybody i have a high school diploma and some college but what i do have is a kingdom degree yes for what he brought me through yes a kingdom degree you are with the lord you have all the knowledge why do you oh man <laughs> Why is it so important for people to connect with God, though? If you don't put connect to God, the world will tell you who you are. But God will tell you who he created you to be. I mean, this is so powerful. This is so powerful. Let me, oh, geez, let me move. Miss um, Willette, who, who inspires you most? Who inspires me? And I have to look back to the beginning. Um, and I never knew, people had told me I was nothing, that I wasn't going to graduate from anything. Yeah. And I was going to church and I told a friend one time, because I wasn't raised in church. Mm-hmm. And I told a friend, I said, you know, I'm going to church all the time. Nothing's happening. I haven't changed. You know, this, that. she said, if you ever have time, go to this uh boss the movement it's for mm. young people it's based off of spiritual substance it teaches mm. you leaders how to um how to that your power comes from the inside and not the outside yes. and so i was a coach i've taught at all the major i've taught at major um major churches around the country mm-hmm. right as a coach he said when he first met me he said you're anointed you're anointed, you're intelligent, and you know it. I didn't know it. Mm. That was the first time he ever, I ever heard any positive words in my life. He said, you're coaching these young kids. Now you're going to have to coach in front of these people. He threw me in front of actresses and actresses. And oh, wow. All, all the big, a lot of big names that you know. 
he threw me in front of them to learn how to speak. And we talking about a young girl that had 50 something absences in her class because mm -hmm. she had no self-esteem and she didn't want you to look at her when she walked in the classroom. Yeah. So I would say Al Hollinsworth, who's my coach, who inspires me. He, um, you can look him up. You, I don't know. I know you're young, but you have an old spirit. Um, uh, he, you remember the show Bonanza? Mm -mm. I might be too young for that one. Yeah, it's an old western. A west, your parents know. It's an <laughs> old western that Bonanza, and that he bought the ranch mm. from a TV show, and he turned it into a private Christian resort. That's so what's up. That's so cool. His ministry is reaching you young people. And he's a billionaire and he speaks life into the young. Can you say his name one more time? Al A. L. Hollingsworth. Absolutely. He used to be a football player. Mm. And you know what's funny? It's what? So what's funny is he does he packages the Pringles. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and he packages the Pringles. Mm. That is funny. That is funny. God is sending certain people to speak in your life where people have spoken death to you. Mm -hmm. when, when it's a call on your life, I don't care what happens, you got to get to where you're supposed to get to. Yeah. And I believe that you're going to get where, where, where you want to get to. But can you tell us where you want to get to? What is your dream? Um, to be, um, to, for my company to expand across the world, state by state, to impact as many people as God wants me to. I'm driven to empower people to be the person who they're supposed to be. I'm driven to love up on people. I'm driven to drive more young people. I'm really called to young people, 20 year olds. Yeah. Um, I really, my, my dream is to open a, um, a foster care home where kids have um, grown, um, what do you say? They've aged out the system. Yeah. So I can empower them and prepare them for the world. That is amazing. That is amazing. That is an amazing dream. I really, really want to see you succeed in it. Oh, you stuck with me now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so as, as we sort of come to the end here, can you tell people how they can find contact and book you and also, uh, you know, get your, get your stuff? Okay. I, um, you can call me on my personal cell phone. I'm touchable. I'm a human being. I love to empower people. That's area code 310-283. 4171. Again, that's 310-283-4171. You can reach me by email, W-W-I-L-L-I-E-H-U-R-S-T at gmail.com. Again, that's W-W-I-L-L-I-E-H-U-R-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can reach me on Facebook is W-I-L-L-E-T-T. And then middle initial is M, last name is H-U-R-S-T. So Willette M. Hurst. Absolutely. So can, my book is, a, I have two books available on Amazon. You could just um, 
just go um, search my name on Amazon and the books will pop up. Absolutely. And also the name of your website. My website is driven, the number two, empower, and the letter U at dot org. Definitely. Absolutely. Go check her out. Definitely go get her books. I mean, she is super powerful. And this, this question is going to be straight for the, um, straight for the listeners. And I know it, I know it's a big thing. They say, um, helping others is helping yourself. So maybe even saying this, it'll help you still thrive and succeed even more. But what would you say to someone out there who's in a bad situation or is, you know, in a non-optimistic mindset? who wants to go after their dreams, but doesn't know how. Start spending time with God and start loving up on yourself and forgive them. Another thing, forgive somebody that's hurt you and forgive yourself for the part that you played in. Yes. Because no matter how far that you get successfully, if you don't forgive, if you don't do the work, you'll default to the default settings. Yes. Absolutely. And can you look at the camera and for, for the life of it, can you tell the people who you are, what you do, and end it with, and I am defiant? My name is Willette M. Hurst. I'm an empowerment co coach. I'm an evangelist and defiant. What was the last part? <laughs> You're saying, you're saying who you are, what you do, you got that part, and you end with, and I am defiant. And I am defiant. Absolutely. You absolutely are. Thank you so, so much. This has been a fantastic episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. If you like the stories that we're sharing, please like, subscribe, and share the Defiant Ones Teen podcast. You can also hear more stories like this in our online and paperback magazine, on uh, Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. Our website is defiantonesmag.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Defiant Ones Mag. And you can find me, your host, Christian Kindify Robinson, on Instagram and Facebook at Kindify. Oh, man, I really hope you guys have enjoyed this. I know I did. This was literally like another thing of church for me, and I'm so appreciative. Thank you so much, Miss Hurst. It has been a pleasure, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Peace. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I know I certainly did. But more than that, I have absolutely enjoyed the amazing services brought by our main sponsor today. The IUTO Roadside Peer-to-Peer -peer Roadside Service. I was telling my assistant earlier, before we went on air last week, that my car battery died. My first thought was to call my insurance company because I'm covered by that. But I remembered how that took over three hours last time. So my friend in the tech industry told me about this cool new app that's like Uber, but for roadside assistance. It's called IUTO Roadside. It literally took me 60 seconds to have my job assigned in the app. I saw the technician's name, picture, his ratings, and his progress all on the map in the app. He arrived in like 25 minutes. That is a game changer. It is called IUTO Roadside, and I worked out a deal with the head of partnerships. 
they'd like to bless our listeners with a $50 credit when you install the IUTO Roadside app and type in our promo code HELP20. That's H-E-L-P 20. They also do towing, tire changes, and way more stuff. I'm telling you, ditch the traditional roadside services and install IUTO. For more information, please go to www.iutoroadside.com. That's A-I-U-T-O-R-O-A-D-S-I-D-E.com. Thank you guys, and I'll talk to you later. Peace.